What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Negderb's Nest. I am your host, Chris Prision. Now, with this being episode number 13, originally I had different plans for this episode, uh, but due to some situations that came up, uh, the guest I was planning on having, well, we had to postpone. All good. We'll do another date. I'm still excited for when uh, they do come on, but it's all good because... We got some big news today in the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen. Some huge news. Huge. WWE just announced that Vince McMahon has named two people to be the executive directors for Raw and SmackDown. They named Paul Heyman. Yes, the Paul Heyman, the advocate of the Beast, Brock Lesnar, Mr. ECW, the former general manager of SmackDown back in the day. He is the executive director of Monday Night Raw. And for SmackDown, they just named Eric Bischoff. Wow. Didn't see the Eric Bischoff one coming. I'll be straight up honest with you. I thought there was going to be someone else which I'll get to later. But that is huge. Eric Bischoff. The same guy who competed against Vince back in the Monday Night Wars. Yes, and yes, he brought him on the Raw, but still, like he's been away from WWE for quite some time. And you know, I think Vince McMahon finally woke up. Maybe. But... Uh, <laughs> I think he realized, you know, the Super Showdown was a complete disaster. Um, you know, with having that match between Goldberg and Undertaker, which was a shit show because of whatever happened. Um, you know, they kind of let Undertaker redeem himself by coming out here recently, teaming up. You know, he's teaming up with uh, Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. Maybe this is how they can redeem the Undertaker from that match, but... uh I mean, that and then the Stomping Grounds, which is like the least anticipated, you know, pay-per-view event in so long, which ended up actually being a really good card. I totally recommend you guys go check out Stomping Ground. The entire card was really good, in my opinion. Um, obviously, during the Daniel Bryan match with it being a Washington, they were going crazy. But the entire card was great. And the main event, the Seth Rollins match, was a lot better than what the crowd gave it credit for. So... Just saying. But anyways, you know, the, the the state of the WWE lately hasn't been that great. It's been quite stale. And people have been very, very vocal about it. But, you know, um, when I said I was surprised about Eric Bischoff, I was kind of surprised the fact that it wasn't Triple H being put in charge uh, of SmackDown. Or of Raw and Paul Heyman being charged with SmackDown, either or. But I was surprised that Triple H wasn't one of the two people selected. But I get it. Maybe Triple H, you know, he's doing great things with the NXT. Uh, he's keeping his uh, roster the way he wants it because it's his show. So maybe he just wants to keep it the way it is. And he knows that if he takes over Raw and SmackDown, it won't be exactly what it'll be. Because in the end, Vince is still in charge of the shows. So, like, it's still going to be his decision. But he just has these two high-profile people 
who have a great record, who both have great records, um, they're the executive directors. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited with this. Excuse me while I take a drink, sorry. Got cotton mouth. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um, so with Bischoff, you know, he was with WCW from 1991 to 2001 to the end of it. Uh, but he was really in charge from 94 to 99. You know, he is the one that is in charge of bringing Scott Hall and Kevin Ash to WCW. Uh, making them the outsiders, and then which led to the biggest heel turn in professional wrestling history is when Hulk Hogan joined the Outsiders to uh, become the new world order. So that's huge. That's super duper huge. Um, he also, you know, created Goldberg. You know, unfortunately, yes, he had that match that happened at Super Showdown. But in the 90s, Goldberg was the hottest thing on TV. You know, he had that streak. But that was all Bischoff's creation, all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, he was on Raw from 2002 to 2005, which during that, you know, Triple H, who is one of my favorites, obviously you guys know that, uh, was huge during that time with Evolution, uh, great ratings for WCW and for Raw while Bischoff was in charge. And then Heyman, obviously everyone knows he was with, uh, ECW from 93 to 01 until they got bought out by WWE, but I mean, ECW had some really incredible matches. If you go back and look through the archives, you know, guys like Jericho, Mysterio, Malenko have gone through there. Uh, like, you know, this is like right before the time where they were starting to do like all like the crazy stuff. But they were still doing incredible matches. Like, they were like the precursor to what the cruiserweight division became in WCW. Uh, so I definitely recommend checking out some old ECW matches. And obviously we know what ECW became when it joined with WCW. Uh, and then even after that, like, um, what was his name? Oh, Paul. He was in charge of SmackDown. But first he was a commentator with Taz for a bit. Was he with Taz? No, he's with JR. JR bit. Taz was with Michael Cole. Yeah. But he was a commentator, and then he's the one who brought in Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar debuted. You know, he's with Brock Lesnar again now. Uh, and then he was a GM of SmackDown for a long time when they were just really good matches every night on SmackDown. Um, so yeah, Paul Heyman's done a lot for wrestling uh, and for WWE a lot. So I'm pretty excited. And... I'm wondering what the storyline they're going to do with Brock Lesnar from this point. Because, is he, like, with Paul Heyman being on Raw, Brock Lesnar will probably stay with Raw, but is Paul Heyman going to try to maneuver away for Brock to be there more? I don't know. We'll see. If Brock Lesnar's there more, I'm fine with Brock Lesnar. Just, I don't want him there, not ever, and being champion. It's dumb. Uh, but with this, with them creating, you know, new executive directors in charge of each show, you know, right now they have a brand split, I guess, with the roster. But at the same time, there's wild cards. And the champions just float to each show. So, you know, with new executive directors, new guys who their vision is going to be shows, like, is there going to be a new brand split? Like, like they're going to change it up again to where 
it fits more so of the um, the stories that they want to create on their own respective shows. Because you got to remember, um, SmackDown's going to Fox in October. So I don't know if this is going to start now or in October. Honestly, I say start it now. Let the thing go. You know, because you can't hurt to go ahead and get these ratings up now. But, um, so with there being on two different networks, I'd say that they would have to have their own stars. I don't know. And I hope this will throw away the wild card rule. Like, I really do. Unless you want to make, you know, like the women's, they have the women's tag team champions. They can be on any show. I'm okay with that. Um, if you wanted to combine the Universal and the WWE title to one WWE title and have that person float back and forth, I'm okay with that. But just having so many people float back and forth between shows while they're technically supposed to be on a certain brand, it's just stupid. It makes no sense. But on that note, please, and I mean please, keep the 24-7 title. Uh, everything that R-Truth is doing I think is super dope. Um, you know, even with him crashing Drake Maverick's wedding and paying him to become the eight-time 24-7 or seven-time at that point, whatever. Uh, everything that's just going on right now with R-Truth is incredible. He's making what started out as a doo-doo situation fantastic. Um, so I hope they keep that going as long as they do it right. Um, but with these two guys also come in charge, it has me thinking, like, is this going to be, you know, the rebirth of a proper Attitude Era? Because right now they're still, like, PG, technically. Like, they're saying ass and bitch and damn and whatever. But, like, that's kind of, like, the norm on TV now, which is kind of weird to think. Um, but with these two guys who are known for always pushing the envelope and, like, really getting the ratings and really getting people to attend... Um, are they going to be going more towards the Attitude Era? And I'm not necessarily say recreate everything that happened at Attitude Era. I mean that as in no longer a PG audience. Are they going to be going towards a PG-13 audience? Because uh, obviously if you if you go towards like the TVMA audience, you're cutting out so many people. Uh, so I think PG-13 audience is still a good audience for professional wrestling sports entertainment and again like are they with these two guys paul Heyman and eric bischoff are they going to want to call the wrestlers pro wrestlers or is vince still going to hold strong to them being called superstars are they going to want to call it pro wrestling because like you know that's what AEW is doing or are they going to stick to calling it sports entertainment so i'm excited to see how much they let of these guys call their own shows. And, you know, with that, I think it's going to create more consistent storylines. You know, so many times lately, you just see, all right, this guy versus this guy, this guy versus this guy, this guy versus this guy. But why? There was nothing that led up to it. There's no reasoning why. But at the same time, you have Roman Reigns going against Drew McIntyre for five months now. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, again, when these two guys were in charge of their respective shows uh, 10 plus years ago, that's when the product was the best. So, there's definitely going to be more consistent storylines. 
Um, and, and with that, I also think it's going to make superstars want to stay. I think the fact that there are two people who are known for, you know, having their ears open to what the, you know, the wrestlers, the superstars, what they have to say, because they are the product. The people that step in the ring, they are the product. And if they're not happy, you know, if they're not doing what they want to do, they're not going to stay. You know, you, you hear so many guys, you know, like, like Moxley, he's done. Uh, Sean Spears, formerly known as uh, Ty Dillinger, the Perfect Ten, like guys who just weren't given permission to do their thing or, you know, just things were just inconsistent and just weren't happy. You know, you like I hear, I'm hearing guys who have just been on the road nonstop but aren't even on TV. And it's like, why, why make them travel that long if they aren't going to be on TV? So maybe this will also help with if there's more consistent storylines, guys will actually have schedules. So we'll see. Uh, so, you know, with, with Vince in charge, you know, overall still, Vince is still chairman, CEO, whatever. Will this make for a better product? I think so. I absolutely do think so. I, I I do think that Vince is starting to feel the pressure of what AEW is brewing, you know, especially the fact that uh, their next event, I believe Fire Fest, is for free on Bleach Report Live, which is incredible. Um, I think I think Vince. I don't think he's getting scared because honestly, I don't think he needs to be scared at this point. Um, but it's good that he's making adjustments at this point because you don't want to wake up when it's too late and then. AEW could make WWE crumble. But I think with WWE reacting now, it's, it's a good time for them to react. I think their product is going to improve drastically when these two guys take over. Um, I think the roster that WWE has is great, honestly. I don't think that they need to bring in more people. I think they need to showcase more of what they have. They have like 200 people on their roster. And you're seeing the same like 15 people every week because they're going to both shows, which I'm not upset that it's those people, but like, give me more of a variety. And so I think this is really going to make things be uh, mixed up a lot. And I, I'm really excited to see where the WWE product goes from here. And it's just going to create more competition, which is great, which is, uh, you know, what we deserve as the audience is to see more competition, more mix-up in this. Uh, just a short one today, a uh, short episode. I was just really excited for this news to be broken. Uh, coming out about you know Eric Bischoff being taken, uh, brought in for the executive director position of SmackDown, and Paul Heyman in the same position for Raw. Um, this is huge news. You know, as a huge wrestling fan like I am. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening in again. Um, Thank you guys again also for you know sharing my podcast out there to people, letting people uh, hear what I have to say, hear my lovely voice through their beautiful ears. And uh, guys, just, um, again, I know I haven't been doing it for a while, but if, you, if you're an entrepreneur, you have a product and you want to get on here, let me know, man. We can definitely uh, you know, have some fun here. We don't necessarily have to talk about wrestling, but... Uh, we could definitely get your product out there. And if you just want to come on here and have a conversation, just talk. Let me know. If you can be my guest, let me know. We can have some fun on here. We can get weird. We can get really weird. And I mean weird. You know what I mean? 
Let's have some fun. But until next time, guys, much love and uh, make it a great day or not. That choice is yours.